Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Voice of Doctor Yan, and I'm your host, Doctor Dimeng Yan. This week, I'm going to talk about two important topics, and the first topic is about Xi Jinping gave a lecture to Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau in the G20 summit, and the second one, I think it would be more important for the American audience because. According to the BBC Chinese article, uh, recently, very recently, uh, that CCP actually already uh, initial the uh interference uh into the Georgia runoff election for the Georgia senators. So in that BBC article in Chinese uh website, they have actually in. Their style describes how communist China government would using their overseas agents and also pro CCP campaign to influence the voters to the uh runoff election, and they clearly mentioned that they will support the domestic senator uh candidate. Although we don't know the response from the uh Democratic senator uh campaign because in that article. Uh, basically, they described the CCP plan, but they didn't uh have the response from the senators' uh, candidate campaign yet. So we don't know what would happen uh in reality uh before the runoff election. However, I think it's very um important and also definitely the voters in Georgia and also. Americans need to be aware of CCP's campaign to interfere your uh, your election, and of course they have uh made the more plans based on the uh election for the further purpose. This should be very uh important. Some of you may already heard that recently, uh, in the G twenty summit in Indonesia, Xi Jinping has met. President Biden and also many other uh, uh prime minister or the government leaders from the other countries and of course the Canadian uh PM Trudeau has met Xi Jinping and they had a conversation. After that, Trudeau has released the contents to the press as what he should do according to the uh law and also the uh government principles. However, that makes Xi Jinping angry. So there was a video circulating online, which already reached to uh millions of views in within one day, and it has recorded a very rare moment. Uh, actually on sixteenth November, yes, in the Wednesday, uh, which is almost the last day of the G twenty summit. In that short video, around one minute long. Xi Jinping and Trudeau met in the uh conference room again, and that's like we have for just for the audience who haven't watched that video, I just want to describe the moment to you that it's more like in a international conference, you know, as the uh participants, you will meet the other uh VIP guests, and you uh would like to talk to him or uh, in a kind of uh um. Uh, not very formal style, 
but of course you're pointing. That's how I see from Trudeau in this moment. However, uh, Xi Jinping spoke to Trudeau in Chinese and there is a translator translating that for Xi Jinping. Uh, from the video, definitely, if you understand Chinese, you can understood what Xi Jinping mentioned because the translator has no enough time to translate the whole words from Xi Jinping to Trudeau in the video. And also, if you understood communist China like me, then you would get much, much more information from this moment, more than you have seen from the English media because Clearly, they just say the superficial things and which already, even the superficial uh, feeling has already given them a clear understanding that she actually not respect, she doesn't respect Trudeau and she, it's like CNN used the uh, title as China's Xi Jinping lectures Justin Trudeau over alleged leaks. It's very clearly that Xi Jinping believes he's the emperor of the of not only China, even he's like superior to the other leaders, especially these democratic countries' leaders. So he was kind of rude when you understand his words. And if you understand how to read the CCP officials uh, expression you also will understood that means more. And uh, I just want to translate what they talk about words by words and also uh, deeply translate what the meaning behind. And initially, uh, you can say Trudeau and Xi Jinping seems talked about something and Xi Jinping looks smile, but that is kind of a smile in Chinese word, uh, we would describe it as the skin is smiling, but the muscle is not smiling. <laughs> so means this is a fake smile. Uh, actually, it's very interesting because from his work and his uh, attitudes, you can learn the top principle of the Communist Party, including Chinese Communist Party. That means to keep secret it is a confidentiality. So you may ask that, why do they need to keep it secret? And Trudeau is a democratic country's PM and definitely his team and his uh, citizens need to know what they talked in the meeting. However, according to Communist Party and CCP's culture, everything discussed in the party all the decisions made by the party should have the very special authority. That means, how could you know what we talk about? So they need to use the whole structure to keep the, to maintain this kind of authority, which is their confidentiality uh, system. And it actually, um, requires a huge amount of the very loyal members to uh, monitor 
each other and monitor the others whether they can keep secret and also to uh, reorganize what uh, people have discussed in CCP's meetings uh, to make a published version, uh, which is always you see that uh, it's called the government statement or government policy. And sometimes you would think they are the very, sounds very positive, but actually when the things, the policies are conducted, everything become messed up and very, even very evil and very cruel. That's because in the official statements, you have been cheated. Uh, in a very positive way that make you feel everything look good. And actually what they discussed in the meeting can be very bad and very anti-human. It's like the uh, zero COVID policy. If you check CCP government's statement, it always make you feel, oh, they care about Chinese people. But no, they don't care. They are using you and they disrespect your lives. They... Uh, actually even not care whether you are alive or not. They just want to achieve their goals. So that's how they pack their decisions, their ideas in the fancy way. And Trudeau, when he told the press what they have talked in an honest way, that's because he is a PM from a domestic country. And he had to do it like that. And for Xi Jinping, this is something he cannot bear. Especially now, Xi Jinping is the China's emperor. How could you, Trudeau, as a PF, a PM of the Can uh, of Canada, dare to tell people what we talk? That means you don't respect me. So she shows his uh, anger, his unsatisfaction to Trudeau. And also he denied, he said, mm, that's not the conversation we conducted. Uh, whether it was a conversation they conducted, I would say Trudeau won't cheat the press and he cannot do it because definitely when they were talking, there were other team members around him. And also there is no uh, necessary for Trudeau to do it because this is just an official meeting. However, to deny the things they have done is also another tradition of Chinese Communist Party, right? You see, they deny everything. Uh, definitely, you know how they deny that coronavirus come from China, right? And how they deny it was coming from the labs. How they deny the virus was artificial uh, manipulated to uh, improve the function to infect people, to harm people, and how they deny when I, as a whistleblower, to re reveal the cover-up from Beijing government and the World Health Organization and other scientists. So deny, deny, deny. And they deny what they have done in Hong Kong, and they deny what they have done in Xinjiang, to Uyghur people, they deny what they have done in Tibet, they deny what they are going to do to uh, get take over Taiwan. They also deny all the times they deny their influence uh, manipulated in many, many uh, fields in, United, in the United States. 
they try to divide the United States and also replace your democratic system. So yeah, they deny everything. And you can say that Xi Jinping's uh, very, how to say, the uh, nature response in the conversation is to deny what he has talked with Trudeau in the meeting. And then uh, before Trudeau respond, Xi Jinping said, uh, said another uh, sentence. He said, if there was sincerity on your part, uh, that can conduct a conversation with an um, attitude of mutual respect. Uh, mm -hmm. Means we can do something more. Otherwise, there might be unpredictable consequences. So uh, this sentence was not actually totally translated by the translator. Uh, part of reason was uh, Trudeau respond to Xi's previous sentence immediately after that. But I don't know why the translator didn't uh, add the translation after that. I, I actually didn't understand. So Trudeau may not know Xi Jinping has told him these rude words unless he reads the news report. <laughs> I mean, even CNN can realize this is a threat. And Xi Jinping also, he won't admit. And of course, uh, after this video published, the China Foreign Affairs Ministry, uh, the spokesman has also rejected this uh, reports that, oh, Xi Jinping didn't sh show the uh, disregard to uh, Trudeau. This is just a, a larger, uh, larger conversation, like blah, blah, blah. But, I mean, I can't say Xi Jinping can express his threats better than this way. In front of the reporters' media nearby, Xi Jinping has to show his big smile. And you won't imagine that Xi Jinping tell Trudeau what will happen, what kind of bad consequence will happen if you don't show the sincerity to me in a later conversation if you want to talk to me. But even you read his body language and you have the basic understanding of the political word, uh, political language and also uh, CCP's uh, this kind of language, you definitely would understand that she implied Trudeau, hey, you guy, you want to talk to me, huh? You come to talk to me now? I know that you something you may want to talk to me, but I don't mind if you don't show your respect to me. That means in his style, in CCP style, in a slave to the boss style, then huh, who knows what will happen? We won't help you and we won't collaborate with you. We will infiltrate you. We will manipulate you. We can do more things even to chase you away from the um, prime minister position, whatever. I mean, we may, it also can imply that mm -hmm, you want a more pandemic or you want more financial crisis. So his words implied a lot, and 
just check what CCP has done to the democratic countries. For example, what they have done to the United States, you know how vicious they are, how evil they are, right? So when he told Trudeau that, hmm, we don't know what will happen, clearly you didn't make, make me happy now. That really means a lot. And of course, they denied it. You know, they denied everything, right? Again. So this is something I hope Trudeau can know now, <laughs> because if he knows that, he may not express his, um, how to say, his respect, his uh, very good, uh, very polite, in a very polite way to Xi Jinping uh, after that. And Trudeau said that um, in Canada, we believe in a free and open and frank dialogue, and we will continue to work constructively together, but there will be things that we will disagree on. I mean, for Trudeau, this is a very appropriate attitude, right? Show the respect and be polite, and this is some basic things, the basic manner people ha should have. However, he's facing Xi Jinping, so Xi Jinping is looking at him in a smile and not even look at him uh, for more than seconds. He's looking around and said, uh, create a condition and repeat, create a condition. He said it twice and just left without hands. Uh, uh, oh yeah, uh, with a handshaking, but without anything else, he left and just left Trudeau there and he looks very confusing and left alone. So this is something very interesting, right? Create condition. What do you mean? What did she mean create? What, what condition she means? Okay. If you change this thing into the mafia or cartel uh, that kind of movies, when the boss of the mafia or the big drug dealer tell the, the other that uh, create some condition, you know? I, I guess most of you will understand, uh-huh, this means I want something under the table and show me the price and make me happy, make me satisfied, and then we can do something secret and definitely bad. However, in such a formal, official, international occasion, Xi Jinping didn't hide his mafia boss attitude. So that's why it's a rare moment because if not, you won't know that Xi Jinping can behave like this. Actually, if you consider, remember we talked about how Xi Jinping let the guards to drag out the uh, former CCP's chairman Hu Jintao out of the Great Hall at the last day of the National Congress one month ago, you can see in this conversation, she definitely had behaved much, much better than he behaves in China. But if you also remember right before the National Congress in Beijing, when she met 
Russia's President Putin in the Shanghai Organization Cooperation Summit. She looks very humble, very nice in front of Putin face to face. While at that time, according to the video and the pictures, it was Putin show his disregard to Xi Jinping. That is like the, how do we say it? It's like the food chain in the wild forests, you know? the rabbit to the wolf and the wolf to the tiger. So she thought he's a wolf now. And at that time in front of Putin, Putin is like tiger. So wolf showed he was humble. And when he's in front of Trudeau, she felt he is the one who can eat the rabbit very easily. And then he just showed this kind of things to Trudeau. However, Let's see what Trudeau talked with Xi. And in their discussion, I mean, in the previous meeting uh, in G20, according to the report, Trudeau has mentioned that China, according to Canada's intelligence report, China has already interfered elections in Canada using their contesting uh, network. And also, if you remember, we also have talked about the Chinese Communist Party's overseas PlayStation in Canada and other countries, including New York City. So these two topics were mentioned in the previous meeting, and clearly, Trudeau won, uh, insisted that he needs to protect Canadians as a PM. I mean, we don't comment how much he has done before, but at least in the official meeting, this is his attitude on behalf of Canadians. However, that's definitely not the condition she likes. What she wants, remember, she thought is so important. If you read all the Chinese media, talking about the uh, statement or policy or uh, kind of uh, decision from the government now, considering she is already the emperor, everything from government will be initialed as Xi Jinping said, President Xi Jinping said, Chairman Xi Jinping won, Xi Jinping expects Xi Jinping mentioned, Xi Jinping emphasized, yes, don't laugh. This is a reality, very, very poor reality. Basically, you just need a template that in front of every paragraph is the title plus Xi Jinping plus the verb show what Xi Jinping wants or what Xi Jinping taught. And that means everything uh, the government will do or party uh, will conduct and you need to learn, you need to accept is under Xi Jinping's instruction and based on Xi Jinping's thoughts, Xi Jinping's spirit. Of course, the overseas PlayStation, the network is established by Xi Jinping's instructions. And also the interference of 
Canada, uh, Canadians election in 2019 and 2021 were also, I mean, conducted according to Xi Jinping's thought, right? There's no question. So when Trudeau shows that Canadian people don't want get this kind of interference and he described it in right before actually uh before the G20 summit uh Trudeau has described it as aggressive aggressive uh games from uh China to Canada so this is not what Xi Jinping wants and this is not the condition or this is not the uh what kind of Xi Jinping, as Xi Jinping mentioned, sincerity on Trudeau's part. So this actually tells quite a lot how a communist party top leader, how the China emperor Xi Jinping won train the Canadian Prime Minister Trudeau to accept his system to accept accept the CCP's principles in the international official occasion. And you can image that for Trudeau, it's not uh, available for him to do the under the table things, play this kind of games with Xi Jinping, especially in such a, a public occasion. But you know, when Xi Jinping went to meet the other small countries' government uh, government leaders, and especially those countries who don't have, I mean, most of countries actually don't have the very strong democratic system as um, established in America. So the leaders would be kind of easily cha changed by Xi and Xi's team's attitude like that. And they would learn how to satisfy Xi Jinping to exchange the profits, the benefits for themselves. And they can be attracted, seduced by this kind of authority from the tyranny regime. This is a weakness of human and they would be attracted and they would like to learn more. And that's how she always emphasized that this is the advantage of the communist Chinese party, Chinese communist party system. And such advance actually build on the anti-human standards. And also this is a very cruel, very evil principle However, a lot of leaders, a lot of politicians would be attracted and they know even this is a fire, they would be like the kind of uh, flying, uh, those kind of uh, small flying insects in the dark, they would like to fly to the fire because they were attracted and they cannot reject such attraction. And this is, also, the very fundamental reason why CCP can have so many uh, allies, although not stable at all. However, they were attracted by the profits, so they will definitely be connected 
with profits, as long as Xi Jinping and CCP can provide the profits, especially under the table profits, they would stay more close with CCP for this kind of benefits. Okay, we need to have a short break. And after this short break, please remember to come back. We will talk about what will happen in Georgia's runoff election for the Senate according to CCP's plan. What will they do and what they think they want to achieve? Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn, and the harder you try, the harder it is to drift off. And today's fast-paced digital age makes it tougher. You're not alone. Poor sleep affects over 70% of us. The CDC even labeled insufficient sleep a public health epidemic. Advanced nutrition company, Healthy Cell, created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deep, and wake refreshed. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep using calming herbs, amino acids, and sleep hormone support. Over a thousand reviews with an average star rating of over 4.4 proves it works. Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Hello, I'm Ben Marble, MD, and I founded MyFreeDoctor.com as a donation-supported, faith-based nonprofit with a mission to save lives by delivering free doctor visits to patients in all 50 states of America. MyFreeDoctor.com treats a broad range of health concerns like COVID-19, long COVID, sinus infections, urinary tract infections, rashes, medication refills, and more. So please visit MyFreeDoctor.com where we're healing America one person at a time. And in the second section this episode, uh, I will explain one article published on BBC Chinese website, which means there is only Chinese version until now. And it was published on November uh, 15th, which is right before the preparation and also the activities of the second round of uh, Georgia Senate race. So the title is American Midterm Election. Additional risks in Georgia will determine the final situation in the Senate. How could Chinese seize the opportunity at a critical moment? This was written by a Chinese named uh, journalist from Georgia. And in this very long article, they have interview different Chinese citizens, uh, Chinese American who can vote. And also they uh, include some of the, the so-called Chinese leaders in Georgia and also some uh, Chinese people who are uh, working very actively in this kind of campaign to support their candidates as well as uh, some experts, for example, Liu Yawei, the professor worked in the Carter Center as a very senior member in China Focus to listen to their opinions. And also, 
they lay out the reasons why the Chinese people need to support certain candidates according to these Chinese peoples and according to their campaign's opinions. Uh, they actually very clearly mentioned in the first round of the race because both Democratic and also uh, Republic parties don't uh, show enough, I mean, according to their words, don't show enough respect to the Chinese um, voters. They feel uh, they feel very unsatisfied. So the leader, the Chinese leader and the campaign didn't help each uh, any of these candidates. However, they mentioned, according to their knowledge, in the presidential election in 2020, the Asian, not only Chinese, they mentioned that Asian voters are considered as very important for Biden's final uh, trophy. So in Georgia at that time, although it was traditional red, Biden win with less than 13,000 votes in the election, while the total uh, votes from the local Asian uh, voters are 185,000. They use this kind of data to tell people Asian uh, voters are important. I mean, I'm also Chinese, I'm also Asian. So yes, Asian people definitely should be very important in America because this is also their country since they immigrated to America. However, here, I have to emphasize that this is a very tricky way, which is how Chinese Communist Party and the pro-CCP campaign in the United States slightly change the conception and then here, they want to kidnap all the even Asian voters, not only Chinese people, to be in their campaigns, kidnapped or bribed or organized or whatever. This means clearly CCP has already focused on the uh, Asian population in Georgia, and definitely it won't be only in Georgia, but here we talk about Georgia. And they want enhance their influence, and they definitely has done, have done something to enhance the influence. Now, they think it's a very important moment. So they decide to do something to not only recruit Chinese people, but also Asian people in the campaign for their purpose. And they have mentioned also that the final race in Georgia Senate runoff well, what can the Chinese people do? I mean, they show the uh, they show that one guy named Xiao Yu as their uh, representative, who, according to the article and according to his background, I checked online, is a very pro CCP leader in the campaign in Georgia, and also they want use the their influence in the second round race to change the candidates' attitude towards Chinese Communist Party and also the China issues.
However, what specific China issues they mean? I mean, again, I'm a Chinese and uh, I'm Asian. Of course, we advocate the respect from the the other races in America to the Asian uh, population as how we respect the other races. And we also support the all the rights given endorsed by the Constitution in the United States for the citizens, no matter what race they are. But in this article, they clearly mentioned what specific China issues they focus on. That means they are going to support one of the candidates in the second round and using this to exchange the attitude for the from the candidate to China. So these specific issues, including the first one is both Trump and Biden has talked about how China using the social media and other way to uh, spread their propaganda and also uh, including like WeChat and also, you know, TikTok and others, they, they using this kind of IT technology to enhance their propaganda and also in a very high extent to threat the United States national security. So as, as they talked in this article, one of the Democratic governor candidates, uh, Stacey Ambrose, has argued with the GOP governor uh, candidate Ryan Kemp in one uh, debate that uh, this kind of national security threat should be um, uh, aware by every Georgia citizen. And in this article, they mentioned this action, the word from this candidate make a lot of Chinese citizens unsatisfaction. So that's why this candidate uh, failed finally. And we know that this is a very weak connection because there were, I mean, this candidate actually lose, uh, had less than uh, 400,000 votes compared to the other candidate. But this, in this article, they try to establish such connection to impress the readers that they, if they don't like Chinese Communist Party, no matter what party they belong to, we will show them the consequence. And also, the journalist interviewed Liu Yawei, the dean of the Carter Center, uh, China Focus. Liu said, you contact, you attack Chinese Communist Party. That means you attack Chinese. And we believe that many of the Chinese like me are influenced by this kind of attacks. This is so ridiculous, okay? Remember the previous State Department Secretary, Mike Pompeo, has advocated in so many public occasions in the past several years that Chinese Communist Party 
doesn't equal to Chinese people. And also, I'm the Chinese, I can tell you, not every Chinese is Chinese Communist Party's member. And the Chinese Communist Party just won using the threat or the right bribery or whatever way to link, to connect itself with Chinese, then they could have this kind of great wall made of flesh to protect the Communist Party. We Chinese people are not CCP. Chinese people will get more freedom, much, much more freedom, total, I mean, like what happened in the America, as you have, we will have the democracy, we will enjoy our life once there is no Chinese Communist Party. But Liu, this professor, as according to his background, it's a very senior member in Carter Center. And also he had worked there, yeah, since 1997 for the China Chinese People's Congress Deputy Election Study. Also he had many, many books he published and he's a junk a junk a junk professor at Emory University and associate director of China Research Center in Atlanta. See, he has so many titles. He claimed CCP means Chinese. So that means if you are anti-CCP, then you are anti-Chinese. You are causing the Chinese, the, I mean, anti-Chinese hatred. This is totally wrong. And this guy, his word, apparently reflect which side he's on. The Chinese Communist Party's campaign. Uh, by the way, I have done some very simple research, and uh, to my surprise, Liu also have other positions back to China. And according to one of introduction and Chaha organization, which is Xi Jinping's favorite think tank in China for pro-CCP research and propaganda, Liu is an expert in this team. Although this team was claimed, is claimed as a civilian team, but if you just do another simple research and combine with our intelligence from inside CCP, this Chaha Institute is definitely uh, supported by Chinese Communist government. And this is Xi Jinping's most trustful uh, institute. So this person, Liu, definitely has double missions. You cannot image a person really understand CCP and also uh, on the side with freedom and democracy care about people who would stay with China's institute and doing the research uh, which can make the Chinese Communist Party happy, right? So yeah, in this case, Liu's words have already shown his idea and his side in this kind of activities. And and very important thing is, he also mentioned that if you 
the if you talk about the China virus, if you talk about the CCP virus, as what Trump has done, as what uh people has done when you realize the origin of COVID-19 is China and it's a lab in China, he claimed in the article that this is a discrimination for colorful population. And this will create, this already created the anti-Asian hatred in the United States. Uh-huh. Are you joking? I'm so angry. Also, I know this is the, I mean, the one of the main, um, how say, one of the main uh, opinion from the pro-CCP campaign to argue about the origin of COVID. And I, as a whistleblower of that, have been uh, seriously attacked by pro-CCP campaign and CCP government for anti-Asian, I mean, as a Chinese anti-Asian, when I talk about the Chinese Communist Party's uh, lab origin of COVID-19 virus. But here, I mean, see, these people helping China government create a theory to connect the Georgia Senate candidates to anti-Asian if they show their attitude towards the origin of COVID-19 in a justice way, in an honest way. So that means if you are honest to this issue of origin of COVID, if you support the Sarah investigation of COVID pandemic, uh, will you become the senator? And if you talk about that anti-CCP, then these people, they will organize a campaign to make you lose your votes. And that is definitely one of the, I mean, one of the top important things they use to bargain with the candidates they are going to support. Also, there is an, another person uh, who is described as a Chinese uh, community uh, leader, Li Xiongai, in this article. He said, we are in a very sensitive period, which make, me, make us worried. And we want to let the politicians know we are the American citizens. We want to be uh, protected. We don't want to be arrested by FBI or the similar organization. I mean, sounds very fair, right? As American citizens, you want to be protected and you don't want to uh, be uh, abused by the uh, any of the law enforcement department. However, this talk based on the very important background that is FBI, DOJ, and SEC, and so many other uh, departments belong to American government are conducting loads of cases involving the technology uh, stolen and also the infiltration in your academic, in your technology, or in your national security fields from Chinese Communist Party, right? We know we have also, even in my episode, 
we have talked about many cases before. And as a Chinese scholar, when I was in China and when I was in Hong Kong, and also I came to America, I have heard a lot of cases happen around me that some of the people were uh, either threatened or seduced by Chinese Communist Party to steal some technology back to China or get information back to China or go back to China had uh, different multiple uh, titles for benefits. For example, Liu, the Professor Liu in Carter Center, China Folks Team, that we have already seen he has other positions in Chinese think tank, right? So I cannot, uh, I cannot, uh, how to say, tell more about you at this moment. I just show you this is based on the basic research I've done on internet that shows he had both uh, positions in China and American think tanks for China projects. And also he's showing the very apparent uh, attitude consistent, which is consistent with the CCP's propaganda in this article. So this kind of, I mean, Chinese citizen, you know, Chinese people in America, and no matter which city, uh, what kind of citizens they are, should be protected uh, the same as the other population, right? However, when China government organized and conducted large scale of infiltration and manipulation and corruption in the United States, we cannot let them using anti-Chinese or anti-Asian, this kind of uh, titles or this kind of uh, attitude to stop the legal investigation, right? Because these people like the parasites. They stay in the United States, they grab your nutrition and they get your money and get your technology. And finally, they want to destroy the United States. They want to turn United States as China. Of course, we can't let them go, right? And I can tell you, I have my connection with a very exclusive network in China and out of China. So I also provide the evidence of the intelligence from the reliable sources to FBI and other intellectual uh, communities to help them to conduct the investigation to protect the United States. Because once United States stay, there will be opportunity for Chinese people back to China to be safe. Once America fall and get collapse, then the world will be the whole world will become dark, at least for a very long period. So see here in this article, they show there is a very uh, kind of open mind for the even they make some kind of balanced opinions, very, very little very tiny that the interview some Chinese, they said, oh, we don't uh, stay with the race, uh, we, we just stay with the opinions. If uh, whatever opinion, uh, race the candidate is, as long as uh, we have the same opinion, I will vote to him. 
this is kind of very little balance in the article, but you can smell fishy. Especially if you read the representative in the ProCCP campaign as a leader, Xiao Yu, in this article. He actually describes his plan with the so-called Chinese campaign or Asian campaign he organized in the second round race. He said he decided to support the Democratic Senate candidate Rapel Warnock. And uh, although they didn't support any of them, but he decided to change the mind to uh, mobilize the Chinese and even Asian voters for the second round um, race to support Democratic candidate Warner. We don't know the response from Warner's campaign because according to uh, Xiao Yu's interview, we can say that Warnock's campaign seems has no interest in this person in the first round, and uh, we don't know what kind of uh, request Xiao uh, will uh, show to Warnock, and we what exactly we know uh, what exactly request, but we know definitely it would involve that not talk about origin of COVID and not talk about the anti-CCP and try to stop, try to prevent the investigation from FBI and other organizations, other departments towards the Chinese espionage and also the um, this kind of related uh, people. We, we, don't, we don't know Warnock's team's response, response yet. And I definitely hope Warnock's team won't be influenced by Xiao Yu and his Chinese or his Asian campaign. And because we know behind them, this is definitely the CCP's strong support. CCP one makes, I mean, establish a bridge in Georgia Senate uh, to use it as a way to further establish their network to influence the further elections in the United States. We don't want it happen, and we hope they won't make their uh, goals achieved. However, this is a very, and we also don't know whether Warnock refused this. Uh, if Warnock refused, whether this pro CCP campaign will turn to the GOP candidate, because they seems want to find one candidate to make this kind of pro CCP policies work better in the United States. So we just need to be very, very aware of CCP's movement. Now you say in this Chinese article on BBC, clearly there are the very specific purpose behind it. And we actually can consider it as a kind of proposal or uh, advocacy from the Chinese government uh, through the pro-Chinese Communist Party campaign and influence or manipulate the journalists in BBC, this kind of very influential media to distribute the signals to the other campaigns which would pro-CCP. This is kind of, you know, if you 
watch the movies or read the stories back to World War II, uh, people would publish some advertisement on the newspaper and to hide some information in the common, most common um, advertisement to deliver the message, right? This is uh, very common for the intellectual affairs at that time. So CCP still using the same way. They are using the influential media, using the social media like Twitter, TikTok, and also using the different kind of uh, conference meetings to deliver such message. If you smell it, and if you want to gain the benefits from Chinese Communist Party, then this will be the way to bring you to connect with CCP and help them. So here, what I really recommend is American uh, government, intellectual communities, read through this article and do more investigation based on what CCP is going to do in the GE Senator second round. We won the justice election. And we know they have tried to interfere American election before. And like Trudeau has mentioned to Xi Jinping at G20 that they interfered a Canadian election in 2019 and 2021. We should accept whatever result come from the second round race in GA Senator, but we should not let CCP manipulate the result. If it happens, that would be a huge humiliation to the United States and all the Americans. Thank you for listening to the voice of Dr. Yin in our episode. Our show will be played on air at every Sunday and Saturday, 9 a.m. EST, also echoed on, uh, at 4 p.m. EST, as well as uh, played on various of apps if you search a mark out loud radio network, you will find various of free apps and you can download, you can listen to me and can listen to my great colleagues. Thank you. And uh, we appreciate your attendance in this episode. See you next week.